brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that shares your values. More information is available at CharityMobile.com. It's been a long time since we looked into what has been going on in the German synodal way. If you're not familiar with what's going on in Germany or in the church in Germany or how it impacts the life of the universal church as a whole, it's actually pretty straightforward. The German bishops have been very forceful as trailblazers looking to reject the moral deposit of the Catholic faith and the inerrant teachings of the church on numerous topics, including even on how the church is governed. The things they've demanded have also been demanded in a worldwide synod on synodality by the various national bishops' conferences, specifically by the laity of pretty much each Western country and Rome, meaning Francis, has signaled his openness to take these suggestions as a movement of the spirit in the world today. You know, when they say the spirit, they never say what they mean by that, by the way. It doesn't sound like the Holy Spirit to me. But anyway, the main difference is that the German bishops have expressed that they're willing to go it alone to make the changes they want, leading many to say that they're on the brink of schism. The German bishops just had a meeting in Rome with Francis and then separately with his chief ministers. And the media is reporting that the latter went poorly for the German bishops, despite what official Vatican press releases on the meeting say about it. It's also tiresome, really, but it's an important look into what the apostates in Rome have planned for the future of the Catholic Church as a whole. So, let's dive into this. But as we like to do from time to time, let's check in with Paca Papa Francis, who had some words to unite the church and cast aside all the divisions he's imposed himself on the church at a recent address on the Feast of Christ, King of the Universe, as it appears in the new calendar. Quoting the man the world sees as Pope, quote, Do we bring to Jesus what we hold in the depths of our heart, or do we mask ourselves before God, perhaps even with a little bit of ritual and incense? End quote. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? He never, ever misses a chance to dunk on the trads, even when heresy is running rampant in the church. I'd be much more worried about a group of heretic bishops pushing for the normalization of sins that sacred scripture states unequivocally cry out to heaven for justice than I would be about the less than 1% of the overall worldwide Catholic population. But then again, Francis has himself said in the past he thinks the church has been wrong in her various formal teachings, ranging from how Holy Communion is limited to those who are in a state of grace to receive it to just war doctrine or even on topics like economics and a whole host of other social issues from the, from the, the body known as Catholic social teaching. Just remember, regardless of who they are, if someone says that they think the church has always gotten some teaching wrong and that they think the church needs to change, and not they themselves needing to change, you're dealing with someone who is probably a heretic and is most likely attached to their sins to such a degree they refuse to give them up. And usually in this case, those sins are sins of the flesh. Headline from Catholic News Agency. Did the Vatican snub German bishops over snoddle way? Remember, this is the mainstream Catholic media reporting on the recent ad limina visits of the German bishops to Paca Papa Francis. The German bishops report that the meeting went well and that they agreed on a great many things that will make normal Catholic skin crawl. The media says something else here. Who do you believe? From the article, quote, On Saturday, a president of the German Synodal Way accused the Vatican of quote-unquote snubbing German Catholics. Hermes Stetter Karp is president of the Central Committee of German Catholics 
and co-president of the Synodal Way. In a statement released November 19th, a laywoman said that the, quote, fundamental criticism of the Synodal Way raised last week by the Vatican, quote, not only snubs the German bishops who overwhelmingly consider reforms necessary, it also disregards the impatience of many Catholics with their church. A joint statement issued by the Holy See and the German Bishops' Conference on Friday spoke of dialogue and patience, but otherwise showed there was little agreement between the Vatican and the German prelates over the process that has raised worldwide concerns and warnings of a new schism coming out of Germany. The German Bishops' Conference president, Bishop George Botzing, told journalists at a press conference Saturday morning that there was no departure from Catholicism intended. Instead, he said supporters of the Synodal Way wanted to remain Catholic, but, quote, we want to be Catholic in a different way. Wow. Bishop Stefan Oster of Passau was one of the first bishops to speak out after the visit to Rome. He emphasized that there had been, quote, no concessions at any point to the German process. Oster also noted the absence of Pope Francis at the Friday meeting, quote, contrary to our expectation and contrary to the first announcement. The fact that the Pope did not participate in the meeting with the Secretary of State Cardinal Pietro Perlin and the heads of some other dicasteries, despite announced being, being announced originally, was seen by the president of the German Bishops' Conference as a positive, end quote. Francis didn't show up with the German bishops at this official meeting. Now remember, they had a meeting face-to-face previously to this. Instead, Francis's henchmen tell the German bishops that what they're doing is a bad idea. Confusing, right? It definitely is. Now remember, though, several months ago, the Vatican, on behalf of Francis, issued a statement that went like this. The media reported the statement as begging the German bishops to stop pursuing the heretical schemes. Now, if you read the statement, which I did, the story was a little bit different. Francis was asking the German bishops to slow down and not implement anything without waiting to move with the entire church in the synod on synodality, as if he already knew what was going to happen when this thing is all said and done. This was all before literally every national synod report was issued that asked for, quite literally, the exact same things that the Germans were threatening schism over. The ordination of women to the priesthood and the permanent diaconate, the James Martin sin to be celebrated and accepted in the church, the church to be governed by the laity. You name the change in the error of the Germans, it has been widely asked for by the laity in pretty much every country in the Western world outside of Germany, too. In fact, the statement by the Vatican that was issued in Germany and published in an official German Catholic website says that it is what happened here. It wasn't a snub. It was another begging of the German bishops to slow down and go along with the synod on synodality. And it even explicitly mentions that their concerns have been rolled into the synod on synodality. So again, the media is, for whatever reason, Pope-splaining. I don't understand it. Quote, Cardinal Luis Francisco Ladaria, prefect for the dicastery for the doctrine of the faith, and Mark Ouellette, prefect of the dicastery for bishops, then took the floor for theological reflection. They clearly and openly expressed the concerns and reservations that exist about the methodology, content, and proposals of the Synodal Way, and made proposals in favor of the unity of the Church and its evangelizing mission to incorporate the concerns that have been raised so far in the Synod of the Universal Church. Numerous bishops of the German dioceses and representatives of the Curia 
took part in the open discussion that followed. It became clear how important and urgent it is to define and deepen some of the issues raised, such as those related to the structures of the church, the ordained ministry, and its conditions of access, Christian anthropology, and other questions. At the same time, all were aware that they are on the way with the holy and patient people of God, even when different positions clash. Precisely in this sense, many contributions point to the centrality of evangelization and mission as the ultimate goals of the ongoing processes, but also to the awareness that some issues are not negotiable. In this perspective of open and fraternal exchange, some proposals were made, including the possibility of a moratorium for the German Synodal Way, which was rejected, as well as the proposal to promote further reflection and mutual listening, given the misunderstandings that have arisen, end quote. In other words, it's not so much a request to stop as it is a request that the German bishops to join the process that's very likely to do much of what they want, to some degree anyway, to the entire church. I have long maintained that when this synod on synodality is finally done in 2024, the end result will be that Paca Papa Francis will issue some ambiguous document that the Pope's planners will describe as preserving the teachings of the church. But one read plainly will clearly allow for most of the heresies pushed by the Germans and, frankly, by much of the laity in the church in America and England and elsewhere. Then you'll see some of the ambiguity exploited in the implementation in some countries or individual dioceses by various of the worst bishops. And then Rome will say that is, in fact, what was meant by their final document. We saw that with a more statitia, with the heretical implementation of communion for the divorced and civilly remarried. We'll probably see the same thing again here. It is how Francis does things. We know this because Rome is signaling that the teaching on the James Martin sin will be changed to some degree. A few months ago, there was a big hullabaloo back in, I think, September, and it was that the Flemish bishops came up with their own new mass setting for blessing those partnerships that James Martin advocates for. And this blessing rite was explicitly said to not be sacramental in nature while looking at every way, like the sacramental marriage rite. The Flemish bishops then met with Francis personally for their ad limina visits. And then they said it all went quite well in their meeting. They didn't get any formal correction from Pietro Perelin and the like. Because, of course, Francis didn't correct them at all. And why would he? LaCroix told us his intentions recently with this story. Headline, no one can be denied a blessing, says top family official in Rome. President of the quote-unquote JP2 Institute discusses the blessings of uh, the James Martin Brigade as the Flemish bishops who have published a prayer service for these folks begin their ad limina visit. See, Rome is on board with that hot issue that the German bishops are pushing for. The Flemish bishops found another way to make the ask and Rome approved. To see the madness of the position of Rome and the German bishops, here's what Rome has to say about the Flemish bishops' position. Quote, the issue is expected to come up next week when the Belgian bishop, bishops come to Rome for their ad limina visit, which will include meeting with Pope Francis and top Vatican officials. But Monsignor Philip Bourdain, the president of the Rome-based pontifical John Paul II Institute for Studies on Marriage and the Family, says a blessing is not aimed at validating a particular way of life. Rather, it's a way of manifesting the good that God wants for humanity. Okay, then. The 62-year-old French theologian, 
who was rector of the prestigious Institut Catholique in Paris from 2011 to 2021, explained to LaCroix's Clemence Houdet, end quote. A blessing is an endorsement of the couple and the way they live. That's kind of the point of the blessing. It's the endorsement of the church for the couple to move forward together and to keep doing what they're doing and to take the next logical steps. That is literally what a blessing is for. It's all just word games and politicking out of Rome, and they're doing it with sins the Bible explicitly say, states cries out to heaven for vengeance. I expect that the German bishops are being more truthful here than anyone else. They've consistently reported that Francis supports their position. Journalist Edward Penton, who isn't exactly known as a radical traditionalist, reported that Bishop Botzing, head of the German bishops' conference, said things that said that things went well during their meeting with Francis, their face-to-face -face private meeting. From Mr. Penton's Twitter, quote, The audience with Pope Francis encouraged us. Here, too, the different positions within our bishops' conference were presented. The Holy Father made it clear to us that tension is necessary. He also spoke of the tension he experiences and the fact that courage and patience are needed to find a solution. Our discussions in Rome were tough but civil, and we sensed that dialogue can and indeed did succeed in this way. End quote. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I tend to think Bishop Botzing is right here, and that most of these words of discouragement coming from Rome are meant to be theater, and that Francis is letting things play out this way because he's a Peronist, and this fits perfectly into the strategies employed by Peronist politicians throughout modern history. I'd love to be wrong about that. I really would, but I don't think I am. But I am curious to see, think what you, to find out what you think about this. So, what do you think? Is Francis playing the German bishops? Is he really on their side? Will he try to change church teaching to avoid the specter of schism with the German church becoming a very real problem? Let me know what you think of all this in the comments. Please like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As is sharing this on social media, that helps enormously as well. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.